Hi, this is the Care to Change podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Our series this month focuses on topics of healing from our past. On this episode, April and our counselor, Jared Jones, will discuss healing from ACEs. Thank you for being a part of this conversation as we hope to offer you practical solutions for positive change. Hello everyone, this is April Bordeaux, the Director of Care to Change. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with us today. I am really excited. We're starting a new series we're calling Healing From. We know that September is Suicide Awareness and Prevention Month. And so we are taking some of the very difficult topics that people face in life. And we're talking about how to heal from some of these things that happen to be human is to be hurt at some point in life. Unfortunately, as much as I hate to, to say it, it's just part of the human existence. And we want to talk about um, how to heal and how to find hope and, and how to stay connected. And so we are here for you during this month and, and beyond. But this particular day, we're going to be talking about healing from what's called ACEs. And ACEs in our world, the world of therapy is um, an acronym known as the Adverse Childhood Experiences. And before you cut us off, because we just said the word childhood, just know that if you've experienced some things early on, it's going to have an impact in your life as adults. And so I've brought with me today, no stranger to you if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, but Jared Jones, one of our therapists to talk about this. Your local brain science nerd. Right. So thanks, Jared, for coming this whole month, it's all about healing from, and I wanted to kick it off with ACEs with intentionality because it covers so much ground and because people in out in the, in the world outside of therapy and social services may not have ever even heard of this and it's impacting so many people. And so I really wanted to start with this topic. Next week, we're going to be talking about healing from trauma. The following week, we're going to be talking about healing from loss and grief and tragedy. And then we're going to move into what if you're an adoptive parent, how to heal from what you've experienced as a parent. So we have lots of great topics. But today, kicking off the series, Jared, this is you. This is all about ACEs. So let's get started. First, let's give the listeners really a definition and sort of some history or some background about ACEs. Yeah, so this was a study that was done by a company called Kaiser, and they kind of partnered with the CDC. And it was interesting, they actually discovered this accidentally. They were looking at how to help adults lose weight and keep weight off. And they were looking at all kinds of factors with it. And they were doing a study of weight loss, and they got a lot of adults that had lost a significant amount of weight, and they were keeping it off. And then all of a sudden, some of their adults in the study would gain all their weight suddenly back, even Mm -hmm. though they've taught them skills of how to take that weight off and how to like have a healthy eating habits and healthy lifestyle. And they were like, what's going on? Why is that happening? And when they were interviewing some of those people, they accidentally found out that the people who gained their weight back had like childhood abuse. One of them that they accidentally asked, you know, when was the first time you had sex? And when, which was just a a question that actually wasn't on the questionnaire, but she had admitted it was someone in her family who abused her as a child was the first time. And then all of a sudden it clicked for them. So then they, they developed this study where they were looking at the childhood factors that led to these later health issues that they were researching. And they found these 10 different areas of what they called adverse childhood experiences, stuff that happens in our first 18 years of life 
that leads to later major health issues. And the more of these ACEs categories you have, the higher risk you are for later physical health issues like heart disease, cancer, even early death are all highly linked to these experiences. So what are, we? I know that there are 10. Mm-hmm. So and name the 10 adverse childhood experiences that have been known to be linked to future health issues. Okay. Well, the ones you could probably expect is, you know, physical abuse, uh, verbal abuse, Mm -hmm. social abuse, as well as neglect and sexual abuse in childhood. Then you also have these other factors like parental addiction or someone having an addiction in the home, someone having a severe mental illness in the home, um, a parent or caregiver being incarcerated, going to jail or prison in those first 18 years. Domestic violence, a parent, mostly a mother, like being hit or, you know, acted violently upon and divorce as well, which is the most surprising one that people Mm -hmm. see on there. Well, I mean, I know the answer to this, so I'm sort of baiting you here, but so there's these 10 Mm -hmm. and a divorce is so common to put it in the same classification as someone who's been abused. Well, like that's a pretty wide range of adverse childhood experiences, right? So in the show notes, we'll put an assessment that you can take to find out what your ACEs score is. And the idea mm-hmm. is the higher the the ACE number, the more likely you would be to have health problems later in life. And not even that, it's statistically speaking, if you have at least four ACEs, if you meet at least four mm-hmm. categories, you're already at maximum risk. So you don't even have to have like half of them in order to have mm-hmm. the most severe physical health outcome. In fact, a lot of the studies, like a lot of the the surveys that I've seen, they just need to know how many you have up to four and then the last literal category is four plus. They don't even count it out there Mm. because once you have four or more, it just, the effects are all the same. You've hit the maximum effects. And the questions aren't how often, the questions are not how severe. The question is, have you experienced? Just yes yes or no. Or no. And so, and it doesn't matter which combination, it's just simply yes or no. So if you check, yes, I've experienced this at some point before I turned 18, that's one. Yes, I experienced that, there's two. And if you get to four, and that's what's so astounding about this study, that the number of people who have been divorced right there almost gives, you know, the majority of people at least one Yeah. Well, and think about the reasons for divorce. Sometimes it is substance use. Sometimes it is Mm -hmm. mental illness. Sometimes it is domestic violence. Like some of these things Mm -hmm. can coincide with one another. Right. And divorce just happens to be one of those categories. So the idea here is, and what the the research has shown is, as the number of ACEs increase, the number of adverse childhood experiences that one has growing up, the higher the number, the greater the likeliness of experiencing health problems in the future. And this is physical health problems. Which, right, they did not measure emotional right. and mental health problems. And we know, and we know that mental health is physical health. But in this case, because of this study, they were measuring, like you said, heart disease, obesity, blood pressure, those kinds of physical symptoms. People who had at least four ACEs died about on average 20 years sooner than people who had 
less. And, you know, I'm, whenever we do this presentation with, you know, churches or schools or, you know, community groups, and we hand out this ACE assessment and you just tell us your score, you keep your score to yourself. People are always like, oh, I had no idea. But then all of a sudden it's like this light bulb goes off like, oh, now I understand. Now it makes sense. Why? And then fill in the blank. And that's really what leads us to today. We really want to talk about, well, how do you heal yourself from ACEs, these child adverse childhood experience? What do you do to prevent yourself from experiencing what science is telling us would happen if there's not an intervention? Yeah. Well, the first thing you have to do is acknowledge that you've had ACEs. Mm -hmm. You can't do anything about it unless you know that. So that's why we want to give out this questionnaire, the self-assessment, so Mm -hmm. that way you can know and understand that you're going to have real effects from this. You can't blow it off or brush it off. You can't just say, oh, well, you know, especially with divorce, I feel like that's the one that's most brushed off. You know, about half of marriages end in divorce. Well, yes, but statistically speaking, it has the same effect on you as if your parent struck you as a child, like Mm -hmm. violently struck you or if you were neglected as a child. So understanding that these experiences have effects on you will begin to give you the foundation that you need to then do something about it. Mm -hmm. And then of course, I always advocate, you know, go talk to someone. I believe it's good for everyone to have a counselor at some point in their life, just someone that they can go to and begin to, I mean, you can even go just for a checkup, just go and have a, a consultation and say, hey, this was my experience growing up. These are my current issues. Maybe there's something going on. You would be surprised at how often if you just go in and just talk with a counselor and all they do is reflect back at you what you've said to them, how much you'll hear about yourself. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to make any like insights or like read your mind or anything like that. They just share back with you what they're seeing and that can help you get a really good observation of, okay, this is the impact that these experiences have had on my life and now I can see how they're influencing my life. And it's pretty powerful to have someone reflect back to you. There's something that removes the shame of whatever it is that you're experiencing. And that's the power of therapy, really. And yeah. not to not to self-promote, but that's what therapy does. It exactly. promotes the healing process. You know, the purpose of therapy is to remind you of hope, to help walk the path to healing and to remind you of purpose. Like really therapy helps to improve relationships and all that. So obviously I could go on forever about the benefits of therapy, but in this case, healing from ACEs involves processing what it was that happened. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean going in and reliving all the details. That's not what we're saying. Right. But recognizing the impact, sort of unpacking that impact and making change in thinking and feelings about it to be able to move forward and um, not let that have a negative impact Mm -hmm. on you emotionally or mentally or relationally or physically. And we know that trauma is intergenerational. If someone has a family history of trauma, it usually transfers from generation to generation. It doesn't always transfer the same. Sometimes it looks different depending on the generations. And sometimes people stop it. There's people who say, I'm not going to let this trauma continue down to my kids. I'm Mm going to end this this cycle Mm -hmm. as it's been going through my family for generations. But until you're willing to acknowledge that and do something about it and make change, you're going to perpetuate that trauma. It's going to continue to carry through you because that brokenness will just carry on. If not through you 
like your behavior and how you influence your kids, it will follow through with you genetically as well. Mm -hmm. If you look at epigenetics, we know Mm -hmm. that experiences in our lives change our gene expression. And then if that gene expression changes before we have kids, that can get passed on to our kids. We know that mental illness is generational. If you have relatives up your family line that have anxiety, you're at higher risk for anxiety. Same thing with depression, same thing with bipolar, OCD, all of those. You know that there's a genetic component to it. And the only way to turn that around is to say, I recognize this is a thing. I recognize that this is something that has been given to me, something that I've experienced. Now I want to do something about it to stop this. Yeah. So for someone who's listening and they're saying, okay, I've never heard of this ACEs, but it's making sense. Or, yeah, I've known about these ACEs. I just don't know what to do with it. I What I heard you say was, first of all, acknowledge that there's been an impact. Mm-hmm. And then what would be, you know, number two would be find a trusted person yes to walk through and process that i know and we say it all the time not every therapist is for every person Um, everybody has their own style and ability and experience and even training for that matter so finding Mm -hmm. the right person is important i also think it's important to recognize how our experiences may have had an impact on how we care for ourselves and take care of our basic Mm -hmm. needs so ACEs has an impact on us emotionally and physically and mentally, you know, all those things. Mm -hmm. And so we might get stuck in patterns where we aren't eating as much or we're eating too much. We talked about weight gain being one of the effects, um, obesity being one of the effects of that. Mm -hmm. So looking at how much that I'm, I'm putting in my body and what I'm putting in my body and how that's affecting me or how much I'm sleeping, you know, how much do I prioritize sleep? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I taking care of myself by that sleep? Am I getting enough exercise? Am I, am I caring for my needs mm. in a way that is helping to create a healthy balance? And is that healthy balance then in turn allowing me to live the life that I've been called to live, to live a productive and, and helpful life, not without challenges, but just in a way that I feel like I'm being poured into as much as I'm pouring out. So really, we know that we are mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. And when we've experienced adverse childhood experiences, that it has an impact on us, on our minds, body and spirit. And this study really highlights the impact on the body. And so one way to heal is to take care of the body is what you're saying. Yes. And that is, you know, in all of the self care that we've, we've mentioned in so many of our podcasts, but the eating healthy and exercising and and sleeping and those things that support your body to be healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So making sure that, you know, it's, it is um, emotionally taking care of yourself by having those trusted connections and people. And if that means therapy, that means therapy, but it also means caring for your body along in that process. Yeah. We can't address one and not address the other. We're only halfway healing in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So healing means integrating all parts of us in that process. And you never know what discoveries you may make along the way. I've worked with clients before that, especially with men, where they, they end up focusing on how much they can accomplish. They get very, I don't want to say workaholic, but they get very Mm -hmm. focused on kind of their accomplishment mindset, what they're able to do. Yeah. And they're just like, I can't get myself to stop. I can't put down my work. I'm constantly go, go, go all the time. And I never find time for rest. And then they connect it back to their childhood experiences. You know, what happened in those first 18 years? Was it divorce? Was it parental conflict? Mm -hmm. Was it, you know, something along those lines? 
And then once they realize that and they make that connection, light bulb goes off and then they're able to identify and implement strategies that help them to slow down, help them to not be stuck in these habits they're stuck in for so long. Mm -hmm. You learn about yourself and how your past has an influence on you and then you can make change from that point. Mm -hmm. You know, what we know about the brain is that when a brain is being developed, which we know it's developing into mid-20s even, but especially those early years, age and stage, when there's an experience that's an adverse experience, that without a caring and trusted and nurturing adult to fill in for the why of the experience, that the brain sort of fills in why this is happening on its own. And we know that children, especially, you know, they believe that the earth revolves around them. And so really saying, you know, why are my parents getting divorced? Why is my dad hitting my mom? Why did my, whatever it is, without a trusted, loving adult saying, hey, honey, this isn't about you. The brain says it must be about me. And so there's a, a an unconscious formulation that there must be something inherently wrong, which is why these things are happening. And that plays out in, okay, I'm going to fix it in these ways. And then you see negative patterns develop over time. And um, I think that's where you're kind of going into like with the workaholism and sort of like proving that I'm valuable because, you know, my parents didn't show me that. And unfortunately, we see it all too often, uh, you know, here at Care to Change. So I'm glad that you touched on that. So in the end, what we wanted to do with today's podcast was really just introduce you to this concept of what ACEs is. We're going to put in our show notes, the ACEs assessment, but not leave you hanging there because this is a a series on healing from. And so to say to you, acknowledge it, uh, reach out to process it, but also to care for your body in, in the process. Those are three things, three really practical things that, you know, sounds really easy, but it encompasses a lot within those that you can do to help begin to heal from some of those adverse childhood experiences that you might, that you may have had. Jared, what are some resources that, that you want to leave with the listeners? Well, the first one is The Deepest Well Yes. by Nadine Burke Harris. I think that that's a great one because that talks about the effects of childhood adversity on our development and on us as adults. And I just think that that's, and I think she's one of the lead researchers in that field, the author. So she, she knows her stuff really well and would even be able to point to additional resources there. If you're just curious about getting an overview of ACEs, the CDC has a website that talks all about ACEs, about the study and about future studies and all kinds of statistics and stuff that they've had since the original study and even some prevention strategies. You know, if what things can you do to prevent ACEs from affecting like your family or affecting your community or equipping and resourcing people to where the effects of that aren't creating as much of a, a problem later in life. And there's also the Adverse Childhood Experiences Recovery Workbook by Glenn Shiraldi. And that's a great one to be able to look back, reflect over what had happened in the past and how I begin to recover and grow and not let these things that happened early on in life continue to dominate or lead me down some of these you know, negative experiences or negative mm-hmm. patterns of thought like we were talking about. Yeah, that's a great one too. Jared, thank you so much for opening up this conversation, um, getting this information out. 
And we felt like it's important for listeners to hear it sort of really removes the shame of sometimes what we experience and the impact that we don't even realize happened from so long ago. And um, so I'm glad that you're here with us. Listeners, I know that we've just really thrown this information at you. And this might land with lots of questions, comments, some more curiosity. Of course, we're going to put all this, the, the resources that Jared mentioned in our show notes, but we welcome your input. We welcome your questions. Feel free to connect with us on our care line. That number's in the show notes. You can email us also at help at caretochange.org. Always know that we are here to journey this path with you, especially related to healing and hope and and purpose. We we really want to leave you with you are um, not alone in whatever it is that you're experiencing, that it is our joy and honor to work with you. And uh, we hope that you'll reach out again. Join us next week. We're going to continue the conversation. Uh, Jean Crane will be joining us to talk about how to heal from trauma. Such an important conversation about what steps you can take to heal from trauma and what trauma is. The following week, we'll be talking about how to heal from loss or grief or tragedy, and then moving into the topic of adoption. So please join us. Thank you so much again today, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Care to Change podcast, where we offer you practical solutions for positive change. We invite you to follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube to hear more about our conversation topics. Check out the show notes below to see resources mentioned in this episode. If you have any questions or would like additional information, please reach out to us on our care line at 317-979-7133 or email us at help at care2change.org. We thank you again and hope you will join us for more of our podcast conversations.